I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's happening somewhere right now and will be throughout the day in cities and towns all over this country, really throughout the world. <clears throat> somewhere in this present moment, an AA meeting or a Narcotics Anonymous meeting or an Al-Anon meeting, one of those 12-step meetings, groups will be together. At the end, they will stand around in a circle and they'll say either the Lord's Prayer or perhaps the Serenity Prayer. And surely, almost as in a ritual, after saying amen, several people will say, keep coming back. All of a sudden, almost like an echo, others will say, it works if you work it. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. Keep coming back are words of encouragement. They're like an invitation. It works if you work it, on the other hand. is an, an admonishment. It basically says, if you do what is suggested, it will work for you. Keep coming back, says we're here for you. No matter who you are or how bad you think you are, keep on coming back. If you didn't get it today, keep coming back. You might get it tomorrow. If you don't get what you were looking for or see who you were looking for, keep coming back. It's very true of AA and Narcotics Anonymous and Al-Anon. They're going to be there for you. No matter how many times you have failed, they'll be there for you. So, keep coming back. Now, I find, of course, you have a way of finding what you're looking for. I find in this gospel today the message to keep coming back. The disciples are in a locked room because they're afraid of the religious authorities and they have very good reason to be afraid. The authorities plus the Roman government have just killed their leader, Jesus. So they, the disciples, are afraid. Rightly so. And into this room filled with fear and apprehension, suddenly Jesus appears. He appears and he says to them, Peace be with you. Then the text says, And he breathes on them the Holy Spirit, and they are overjoyed. Now that supposedly happened on the evening of the resurrection. One week later, they're together again. But Thomas, who was not able to be at that first meeting, is now present at this meeting. 
And his friends, his friends have told him about the appearance of Jesus, but Thomas is skeptical. He doesn't believe. He'd really like to see for himself. He wants proof. I think he's a very reasonable and normal person. I would want proof. He was just brave enough to say what I would be thinking. Of course, we know for his trouble, he gets labeled as doubting Thomas. But in any event, several things are really important here. First of all, notice that Thomas is with the group, even though he doesn't necessarily believe what they're saying. Just because he doesn't believe doesn't mean he is rejected. He is not being treated poorly with disdain. He's just there. He showed up. In fact, it's most important that Thomas came back to the group, even though he had doubts about what they had told him. You see, he kept coming back. And as a result of coming back, he has this wonderful experience. He has an encounter with Jesus, the risen Lord. And indeed, his doubts are erased. His faith is renewed. What a wonderful gift Thomas has given all of us. You see, he is able to remain in community with his brothers and sisters, even though he is not where they are in their original belief. And the community is glad to have him despite any differences he may have had with the group. Thomas and this group are a model. They're a model for us as individuals. They are a model for us as a community. One of the things that I draw from today's gospel is how powerful and sustaining community can be. Speaking of community, you and I come here week after week. Some of y'all are pretty good at keep coming back. But maybe some of us are like Thomas. We're here, but we're not too sure about all this stuff. Maybe we just can't seem to get on the same page everybody else seems to be, or at least a certain group seems to be. Our faith may feel dry to us. Our faith may not be feeding us. We have doubt. It's all right. It's all right. Keep coming back. We can't get always on the same page with other people. But that's okay. This is what community is about. We're here for each other. If your faith is flagging today, maybe mine will help you. If you can't get with the program today, maybe the friend behind you in the next row will carry you through. Maybe you'll be just as loved and cared about. I think you will. Even though you're not in the same place everybody else seems to be. Here's what happens. You're in a bad place today. Maybe I'm in a bad place next week. We all go through periods of doubt. If we don't, we're not paying attention. Because there's a lot to doubt out there. We all go through times where we feel out of touch with God and out of touch with community. It's okay. 
keep coming back. Even though you've had those times, perhaps you'll be there for me when my faith is lagging and weak and my spirits are down. A Christian community is all about being there for one another, bearing one another's burdens, extending a hand for pulling up, a shoulder to cry on, a body to lean on. I am here this morning to affirm you in your doubts. After all, isn't it our questioning and wondering and doubt that often inspires us to buy a book and read about whatever it is we're concerned about? Isn't it that knowing feeling, I'm not too sure about this, it'll make you sign up for the formation class that's going on because it happens to be in that area? Doubt is a good thing. It gets you up and moving. It stimulates our discussions and makes us inquires in the faith. And please know this, good people, God can handle your doubt. God is not worried that you don't believe in God. You see, I discovered some time ago that God's existence did not depend upon my belief. And what a really healthy thing that was to discover. It put things in a healthy perspective. So God can handle your doubt, no problems. It's okay. When we come together in community and share our experiences and our struggles, some wonderful things can happen. And here's where maybe admonishment comes in. You remember words of welcome, keep coming back, or invitation. And admonishment, it works if you work it well. In AA, that's what, or Al-Anon, or NA, this is what that means. They have a 12-step program. 12 steps, guess what? That's what you do, 12 steps. And 12 steps are not about belief. 12 steps are about doing something. Some of us are double dippers here this morning. I know that. As Christians, we have an admonishment also to live out our baptismal covenant. Like 12 steps, we have particular things that we're supposed to be about. I referenced you to the prayer book, pages 304 and 305. You don't have to read them right now, but you say them every time there's a baptism. Your baptismal promises, that's your work that works for you. We, good people, are Easter people. We believe that Jesus was not only raised from the dead, we believe that resurrection and renewal can happen and does happen in the lives of those who are trying to follow the Jesus way. And it happens in people who've never even heard of Jesus, by the way, because Jesus is bigger than religion. It happens all the time. It happens in those NA meetings, in those AA meetings, in those Al-Anon meetings, and it happens in meetings I don't even know the names of, where people's lives who seem to be on a deadly path are suddenly resurrected and once again brought to life because Jesus' resurrection is bigger than all our labels and all our rituals. Resurrection happens. 
when we Christians, though, come together, it really helps us to see the struggles and the scars and the lives of Christians and for other people to see our scars. It helps us realize that there's hope and that there's healing. So, dear friends, my advice for you this day, my inspiration from today's gospel is keep coming back. Keep coming back. We're here for you. No matter how bad you think you are or how lax you've been in church attendance, keep coming back. If you didn't get it today, keep coming back. If you didn't find what you were looking for, keep coming back. Now, let me add, this is a very large Christian community, St. Paul's. It can feel uh, imposing. It can feel difficult to engage in. We have so many programs and so many opportunities for involvement. And if you're having a problem connecting with St. Paul's and feeling a part of community, call Sarah. Or Dixon, or Lucy, or Nick, who didn't show up, by the way, or Nancy Vaders, or Lauren, but not for the next three months, because she's going to be on sabbatical. And our wonderful staff, if you really want an answer, call Ann Ron, because she has the answers. They will help you. Describe what your problem is, believe me. If you want to know how to get in touch with us, the church has a website, it has our phone numbers, please let us know. We're happy to talk to you. Happy to talk to you about St. Paul's. St. Paul's. It says over the front door of St. Paul's, when you walk out the door today, turn around and look up. It says, a house of prayer for all people. It must be true. It's carved in stone. I guess that's to remind us in case we forget. We can't forget it as long as it's inscribed in stone. I promise you that if you keep coming back and work at those baptismal promises, you will eventually, through participation in something, I know not what, but something, because there are many opportunities, either through your participation or your observation of your fellow travelers, if you do that, you will meet you will well meet the risen Lord and you will discover it works if you work it. Amen.